Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you caring for an aging loved one? Are you a senior searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you. Providing information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. And now, America's Senior Care Consultant, Steve Keeker. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. I'm Steve Keeker, your Senior Care Consultant, and I really appreciate you tuning in today. We have a wonderful program with my friend and special guest in studio, Mr. Ben Socek. He is the owner-operator of a wonderful company called Home Downsizing Solutions. And Ben, welcome back to Senior Care Live. Thank you, Steve. Great to be back. And as always, uh, hopefully we can give your listeners uh, some great information today and and uh, help them out if possible. Absolutely. I know we will. And for our listeners, you're going to want to write this down. So we've been talking a lot about you know, be sure to support the partner sponsors of the program. Write the phone number down, 855-291-5005. Whether you are interested in the services of Home Downsizing Solutions, or maybe you're going to make a note and refer someone to Home Downsizing Solutions who may benefit uh, from these uh, wonderful services that we're going to talk about, 855-291-5005. Also, Ben has a new website. It is a great website. You can find that at homedownsizing.com. And Ben, we were talking before the program today uh, about, uh, so, all right, it's a it could be a little bit of a maybe a coin flip or an agonizing question, but do you spend the money and the time and the effort to update your house and and sell that maybe more in the traditional manner, or should you just cut bait and say nope, I'm not doing I'm not dealing with that, and just walk away and and sell the house as is, which is what your company specializes in, just buy a cash cash buying buying the house as is with the convenience of just walking away and not dealing with all that. How do you know which way to go? That's uh, that's always a question that I get from about everyone, everyone that, uh, that I talk to is, uh, you know, do you, do you spend the money and, and make the house nice uh, as nice as it possible possibly could be to maximize the value that a person has. And understandably everyone wants to get the most for their house and out of their house but uh, that's a huge question, and I actually uh, had the opportunity to talk to a person uh, this week as well as last week, 
in in similar circumstances along with that question and it's it is really a huge issue especially with the situation of contractors the last few years and uh, supply chain issues things like that and so anytime that a person asks me that i always say the same thing one either update everything or update nothing okay it's, so uh, all in or forget it that's that's just my opinion yeah is it seems like if you go in and update some of the things in the house and put it on the market in a traditional manner then potential buyers will see the things that you haven't updated and yep. wonder why you didn't update them or what kind of shortcuts you did you took when you did update them well if you think about it so if I'm that buyer and I'm like, okay, well, this is nice. Oh, I see they've updated this, but well, why didn't you do that? Well, why didn't you do that? All of a sudden, my price I'm going to offer just went down because I've got thirty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 more updates that, I, that have not been done yet. Correct. Or if the updates that were done really doesn't fit what that potential buyer thinks they want to see the house oh. is, if they even have the... Uh, the ability to see the potential of the house. A lot of buyers can't see that potential to start with. Yeah. But if some of the things that were done that the homeowner thinks are really nice, but to that potential buyer, they'd have to just redo anyway, then it really hasn't helped that seller achieve any better financial situation. You've gone backwards. You spent the time and the money to make this make this update that the seller thinks, ooh, yuck, I'm going to have to rip that out and I'm going to do something completely different. Correct. The, the potential buyer just isn't going to appreciate or justify the, the asking price anyway at that point. Uh, the other issue that I've heard along with, with this is that uh, a real estate agent will say, you know, you need to do this, this, and this in order to maximize your value of the house. Uh, most people don't have the resources or the... Uh, maybe the, the ability to call several contractors, uh, have them come out, get quotes from several contractors, much less track their, their performance, make sure they're doing the job correctly and on time. Uh, one of the people uh, this week had a contractor come out to do something, they started it, and then they never saw them again. Oh, that, that's more <laughs> and more common. I mean, yeah. especially today. It's been common, I think, for a while, but today... That is like way too common. <laughs> it's it's tough to do that, and and I don't. I mean, not all contractors are like that, but a person needs the ability to to do that or have someone kind of be the general, uh, so that all of those things can get stay on track. And the big thing too is once you've done all of those improvements, are you really coming out ahead financially, and do you want to live? with all of those issues going on, especially if you're updating kitchens, bathrooms, all of those issues. Uh, after all that, are you going to come out that much better financially than if you just sell the house and it's as is condition to start with and save yourself all the time and effort to to do all those improvements? So uh, again, with all of these, I tell people the same thing is what is a value to you when you sell that house, is it worth anything to not have to worry about updating and repairing the house? Is it worth anything not to have to worry about contractors and whether they're going to do their job correctly and on, <clears throat> excuse me, and on time? Or is it a value just to sell the house as is, 
uh, not have to worry about any of those things, uh, not have to worry about having showings, people coming in out of your house, and the potential issues of appraisals and whole house inspections and just selling the house. Yeah, and then you think you have everything covered, and then you have a you have an appraisal, uh, an appraiser come out, and, and there's a certain number, and then you have an inspector come out, and they and they found you know two or three more things maybe that you didn't even know about, and all of a sudden, oh, I spent like you said, I lived for my brother did this six months, no kitchen, yuck, <laughs> yeah. right? And so that's a really good point. Living in your house while it's being deconstructed and reconstructed or renovated. Uh, that that's uh, no bueno. That that's uh, not a good thing. So, uh, but but then then all of a sudden you spent all this time, all this money, and then all and, and then you're like, oh no, I got another twenty thousand dollars in some roof. Uh, I need a new roof now. I I did not realize that, or I have this issue, or I have that issue, and now all of a sudden I've got another ten thousand, fifty thousand dollars, and I wish I wouldn't have done any of that. I wish I would have just sold the house as is and just walked away. Correct. And that's not even taken into account if a person has uh, structural or foundation issues. You can make a house look nice and pretty with with an updated kitchen, bathrooms, floor coverings, all the cosmetic things you want to. But then if a basement has or needs additional peering, uh, so if there's foundation issues going on, if there's uh, water seeping into the basement or something like that, any of those things can be issues uh, with appraisers, with getting a loan. Uh, so, so some of those things. And I don't need to sit here and, and throw a dark cloud over the issue of, of selling a house in a retail manner because that's the right thing to do for some people. Yeah. But I, I don't know that everybody thinks all of that through before making that decision to go down that path. Yeah, and that, and that's why I'm really glad that we're talking about this. And so if this is resonating with you and you're like, you know what? I, had, I didn't really think about it that way. Uh, th- this is a really good uh, conversation. I think I want to reach out to Ben with Home Downsizing Solutions. Write the phone number down, pick up the phone, and give him a call. 855-291-5005. That's Home Downsizing Solutions, 855-291-5005, or online at homedownsizing.com. Dot com And Ben, so you mentioned peering and anything with the foundation. Um, I, I know a friend of mine who's doing some some work on on his house and he called all kinds of foundation repair just to even talk to you on the phone. They want 20 grand. I mean, all of them. It started at twenty and went to about thirty <laughs> wow. for for some peering and some mm-hmm. some leveling out of a of a you know mudjacking and and filling with the foam and all that to level out a a pad and all that kind of stuff. Uh, that's expensive. It can it is expensive uh, and you know justifiably so. It's it's it can be a huge thing to make sure that the foundation of your house is correct and that's going to stay that way for for some time. Yeah. Yeah. So again, reach out to Ben Socheck, Home Downsizing Solutions, 855-291-5005 or online at homedownsizing.com. And now the Senior Care Live question of the week. Now think about this one. To purchase a Home Downsizing Solutions franchise, you do not have to be a licensed real estate professional. Is that statement true or false? What do you think? You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. 
For more information, visit SeniorCareLive.com. We'll have more with Steve coming up next. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. To purchase a home downsizing solutions franchise, you do not have to be a licensed real estate professional. Is that statement true or false? And the answer is... True. The answer is true. And Ben, let's let's talk about that. First of all, congratulations on expanding your business nationwide uh, by awarding franchises. Uh, very, very excited. I'm super excited for you. Uh, I know I know this is going to do well. It's kind of tough to get started up, but once it's going, I, I think you're going to explode. Uh, so, but let's talk. That probably caught some people off guard. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're in the real estate business. You're buying homes in an, in an as is manner, and your niche in that entire world is. Uh, I mean, you can work with people in a lot of different situations, but particularly if we have a senior who's downsizing their home, maybe moving to a smaller environment, maybe a senior apartment, maybe even assisted living, memory care, long-term care, uh, you're specializing in working with that person or that family. And, And so you don't technically have to be a licensed real estate professional to do that. That's correct, uh, Steve. Uh, I, I do have a real estate license, but um, I really don't act as an agent or a realtor. But uh, so, so correct, the person does not have to have that license. If they do, that's great uh, already. But if a, if a person works in the senior care realm, so to speak, or under the umbrella and works with seniors already, uh, and they would enjoy having a part of the real estate uh, solving the real estate equation for seniors, then I think it could be a, a great fit for them. Because if they're a person that has uh, empathy uh, for the seniors and their families, if they want to provide a service that has, I think, some meaning behind it, uh, to take some pride in what they're doing to help uh, the families get to a better place in many situations, and again, can solve that real estate component through home downsizing solutions, I think that's a great fit. And so that's really what I'm trying to do is, as you mentioned, um, I, I was in, I've been buying houses for literally 26 years at this point. Mm. And it were the seniors and their families in oh, 15 years or so uh, ago, after 2008, that were coming to me and kind of educating me on the benefits that I was giving to them. Oh, and so they I said, they said, did you know how great of a job you're doing? <laughs> exactly. Kind of, kind of in that way. Yeah, yeah. It, it was surprising to me because they yeah. were saying things about my company that I would not say about my company Yeah. Uh, because I just thought it was common knowledge what the benefits were. Yeah. But it were, it, it was the, the seniors and their families that really appreciated what, what we did and kind of pointed out the benefits that we were providing and, and why they would choose to do business with me because Many of the situations, they didn't have to do anything. Uh, they had no debt on the houses or very little debt on the houses. So it's not like they had to do something, but they chose to because it got them to a better place. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it was it was it's so convenient and so easy to work with you. Uh, the, I mean, you can close uh, uh, on a house in in just just days, and uh, the money is in the bank. Uh, and and if you're a senior and you're waiting, uh, and this is uh, and this is in my world, it's very common to have a wait list uh, mm-hmm. at a lot of these places. Let's say if you have to wait for three months, but you could also use the cash proceeds from the sale of your home then to finance that next step. Uh, you'll even allow the, the senior to stay in that house even after closing for a period of time while they're in that waiting period. Correct. We can uh, typically take, you know, take care of that catch-22 that you, you just alluded to, that uh, many times there are waiting lists to get into the community. And so understandably, the, the homeowner does not want to sell their house and then it closed too soon and then they have to move once and then move again Ooh. to get to where they're going to. Yuck. <laughs> and, and just as much of a concern that I've heard many times is a person doesn't want to move into the apartment or senior community and have a vacant house sitting there yeah, and have to worry about utilities, uh, vacant house insurance, which a lot of people don't think about if a house is vacant for more than 30 days, uh, you need special insurance on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and all those, all those issues that can come with that catch 22 and by us selling the house, but allowing a person to stay in the house for some length of time, and transitioning at their convenience, we solve that issue. See, and that's uh, and that's so much better than a bridge loan and some of these other things. I mean, this just takes care of it just so seamlessly. It's incredible. Uh, again, Ben Socheck with Home Downsizing Solutions, 855-291-5005, or online at homedownsizing.com. And uh, Ben, uh, what is a – this is a new term for me. What is a novation? A novation is, and I apologize, I'm not a legal expert on it, but it is a legal term or document that uh, if anyone has listened to to me on this show before, uh, talking about wholesalers that essentially Mm -hmm. figure out a way to control a house when they tell a seller they're going to buy it, but really have no intent or sometimes even ability to do so. So it's a, a legal way to more fully control that house to allow that wholesaler to market the property, uh, to do different things so that ultimately they can sell the property and be a middleman with more control. Uh, that's really, in my layman's terms, what a novation is. I'm sure an attorney could you know, spell out much more clearly yeah. and in legal terms what innovation is. But in, in this practical uh, purpose, mm-hmm. that's what it is to me anyway, is that it allows someone that really doesn't have any intent or sometimes ability to buy a house, gives them the legal ability and the control, more control to to sell that house. So giving someone more power and control with less or no accountability, that's just never a good combination. <laughs> that's what I would think. And so I, I kind of just wanted to, again, a lot of what I've tried to do over the years is to educate sellers as to what's out there, especially different ways to sell a house and, and all the things that come with the different ways to sell the house and options that they have. And so I just wanted to mention this today, too, that just be aware of what is out there so that you're not signing a piece of paper or a contract or an agreement that you don't know what's in there and give someone more control than what you're aware of. 
And and when you're dealing with uh, some of these wholesalers, and we had talked about some of the unscrupulous business tactics that that some, not all of them, but some of them have, they they have no intention on buying your house. All they're doing is contracting your house, and then they're trying to sell it for a profit. And and if they don't sell it. I, I, all sorts of things can go wrong. I mean, they, they can extend the contract. Uh, they may not get it sold at all. And now, anyway, it goes on and on and on. But this just makes a, a bad situation worse. Do not get into any sort of an agreement with a no, uh, with a, it's, it's a novation, I guess. Novation again, is what it's called. This is news to me. So. <laughs> Correct. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So take that warning. That That's a big one. 855-291-5005. If you have more questions about innovation or any of the services with Home Downsizing Solutions at homedownsizing.com. And Ben, thanks so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, Steve. Thank you for having me today again. And uh, as always, hope the listeners uh, receive some value from listening uh, today. Excellent. Excellent. I know they did. We'll have more coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. Have a question? Visit SeniorCareLive.com. Stick around. We'll have more with Steve coming up next. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For podcasts of the program, go to SeniorCareLive.com or wherever you get your podcasts. They're all over the place uh, on all the major outlets. So uh, have at it and uh, be sure to subscribe and let us know what you think about these podcasts. We, uh, we think that's going really, really well. So just want to say thanks again to my friend Ben Socek. Man, he, he's a great guy. He is like the most honest guy you'll ever meet. This is a veteran-owned service with Home Downsizing Solutions. Ben, thank you for your service. Uh, he, he just, he's a great guy. He's a very straight shooter. So if you have questions about just about what we talked about, do I update and go through all of that and try to go you know more of the traditional retail approach? And like he said, there's nothing wrong with that. Or should I just walk away, sell the house as is, pocket the cash, and forego all of that time, effort, and expense? So if if you're a little bit torn, call him up. He'll he'll walk through that with you, and he'll give you an honest opinion. He said, hey, I've met with a lot of people, and I said, you know, you could sell your house as is, but if I were you, I, I think I'd fix it up. I, I think I think it's worth more money that way. And he'll and he said, I'll I'll just I'll say that. Because that is how he does business. He does business the right way. How about that? Isn't that a theme on this program? Anyone that you hear about on my program, they they off they do business with integrity, ethically. They do the right thing. They treat people right. And trust me, I've had a lot of people wanting to be on this show and I did not trust them to do that. And guess what? They never made it onto the show. <laughs> so uh, that's how that goes anyway. Uh, and and then Ben talked about that novation. So, and again, that's something brand, I had not heard that term before, but it is an extra layer of power and control for a, a wholesaler power and control 
uh, in control of your house and the sale of your house, et cetera, and how it's marketed, et cetera, with no virtually no accountability. So, uh, so uh, look, anytime you have, you're giving someone more power and control with less or no accountability. Again, that just sounds like a, I don't even know what the thing is. That's a, that's a bad idea, <laughs> right? So, if you have questions about that. Ben Socheck with Home Downsizing Solutions, 855-291-5005 or online at homedownsizing.com. And it's a it's a really nice website. I think you'll really enjoy that. All right, so we're going to shift gears now and talk about a, a special week, especially in the world that uh, that I live in and work in. And it used to be called Forever and Ever National Nursing Home Week. So if, if you're on social media or maybe you, you've seen some, some advertisements or something to that effect celebrating uh, all of the many, many people working in nursing homes, it's not called that anymore. <laughs> so as I've mentioned uh, multiple times on the, on the program uh, previously, nursing, the term nursing home is... Uh, is is considered a negative. It just has a lot of baggage that comes along with that. Maybe a negative stereotype that comes along with that. So uh, the the week, the title of the week, has been changed to National Skilled Nursing Care Week. So it doesn't roll off the tongue quite as easy as as Nursing Home Week, but it's Skilled Nursing Care Week, and it's this is a national week. It began last Sunday on Mother's Day. Hello to all the moms out there. Hope you had a great Sunday. And it lasted all week long with all kinds of parties and uh, and just just it's just been a really really busy week. If you're if you're living or working in this world and you know, skilled nursing care staff and residents and families and members of the local community uh, have uh, uh, participated in all kinds of activities that cultivate and spread kindness in honor of this annual observance and again it's not nursing home week it's skilled nursing care week that's going to take a minute for me to get used to (laughs) i'm going to have to be honest about that all right so let's uh, jump into some of these statistics because they are staggering so here are some of the jaw-dropping numbers so in america there are 39.8 million unpaid what I, what I like to call family and friend caregivers, caring for 46.9 million elderly care recipients. Okay, Mainly they're caring for their elderly mother and or father, and many times they're caring for a grandparent or maybe an, an aunt or an uncle. Okay, so you have family caring for family. You also have friends pitching in and, and helping out as well. Now, at some point, many of the elderly will need to move to a senior care community. That could be at any level. Quite a few of them will stay home until they need to move into long-term care. Uh, here are some other uh, staggering numbers. There are 835,000 residents currently living in 28,900 assisted living communities. Well, Steve, what does that have to do with nursing homes or long-term care? Okay, well, 
Here's one for you. <laughs> there are, and, and again, eye popping, 1.4 million residents currently living in 15,500 long-term care communities. And guess what? We're just getting started with all these things. The number of residents living in senior care is expected to double by the year 2030. Right? That's less than seven years away. Holy cow. So if that doesn't get your attention, I, I don't know what will. All right. And I, th- I think these numbers, uh, now they may not double in, in less than seven years, but these numbers will continue to increase uh, solidly for the next 20 years. And that's just because of the fact of, you know, the baby boomers are moving through and, and aging through our system. And at some point, as about 70% of us, and some studies say 75%. So we'll just say 70, 75% of us will require and pay for long-term care at some point in our lives. So it's just such a huge need. It's just, again, the numbers are staggering. So again, National, National Nursing Home Week, and see, I just, I just messed that up on purpose. National Skilled Nursing Care Week. We want to honor CNAs, Certified Nurse Assistants, CMAs or CMTs, Certified Medication Aides or Certified Medication Techs, LPNs, RNs, Administrators. We have a lot of folks working really hard and doing their best in dietary. We have housekeeping. We have folks doing laundry, maintenance, I mean, sales and marketing. It goes on and on and on and on. Social services, we can't forget about social services. They're a huge, important part of, of, this, uh, of, of, of all of the folks working in long-term care. So, oh gosh, I hope it didn't miss anyone. <laughs> but uh, so, so when, you, when you look at some staffing ratios, at, uh, at long-term care, it, it's, it's not one-on-one, but it is the highest uh, level of care. It's, it's, the, it's the most uh, well-staffed, if you will, versus all the other different levels of care. And most of the long-term care communities that I have uh, evaluated, uh, you're looking at about a one to five to maybe about a one to seven or so uh, n- uh, nursing or staffing ratio. Right, so that's pretty good. Uh, I won't probably uh, get into too much into this uh, uh, five-star rating system. Maybe I'll talk about that uh, here, maybe on the other side. Uh, but what I've noticed over all of the years is that we have we're we're experiencing a, a really huge shift, frankly, in in the performance of long-term care communities. And frankly, it's uh, it's really disturbing. I've written some blogs on this before, and it's on the website. Uh, probably ought to update those, but I, the numbers are, are are going to be very very similar uh, versus when I wrote the blogs a while back. Uh, but just as a little bit of a teaser, I'll go into a little more depth on the other side. But uh, we used to have more of a kind of a bell curve, so we had a, a smallest amount of five star and one star. More of the two-star and the four-star, and then that bell curve in the middle, the majority of the performance happened at the average, at that three-star rating. 
Well, there's been a lot of movement, and coming up next, I will explain that to you. Frankly, it's pretty disturbing. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. To contact Steve or a guest on his show, visit SeniorCareLive.com. We'll have more coming up. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. Have a question? Visit SeniorCareLive.com. All right, so back to this uh, Medicare 1 to 5 star rating system, and I kind of threw a teaser out there. I talked about that bell curve, and that bell curve was solid for years and years and years. You know, we used to not even have a 5 star rating system. Then someone in Congress said, wait a minute. Because they had just gone through this with their own mother, their own family member. They said, why can't I go online and find just some basic information about nursing homes? I mean, I can do that for a hotel and all kinds of other things. Why why didn't that exist for nursing homes? So the government thought, hey, we'll, we'll just create this system, one to five stars. And here's how you qualify for one, two, three, four, and five. Five star being well above average, four star above average. Three-star is average performance or rating. Two-star is below average. And one-star is well below average. All right. So I think, I'll tell you what. Somebody's been working on this this one- to five-star rating system. I just think it's a lot better than it used to be. But I still, I I never put all of my eggs in that basket. Oh, I would never stay in anything less than a a five-star uh, you know, long-term care community. Or I would never, ever, ever consider a two-star long-term care community. All right, well, you, you can't be that concrete because I, I still think there are some issues with this. So a big part of that calculation is how do you do or how did you do or have you done on your surprise health inspections? And there's an average number of deficiencies or citations, if you will. And are you below or above the number, the average number of deficiencies? And then they start issuing, the, you know, one, two, three, four, five, just on your health inspection performance. So you can have a four star. That's, that looks pretty good, right? But this is a three-year rolling average. So three years ago, maybe they were just doing great. And then two years ago, they started falling off and slipping. And a year ago, even worse. So they're kind of on this downward trend, but they're still being artificially held up or propped up by a really good performance three years ago. Well, you get to one more health inspection, And that really good performance drops off. And now you have an average of three uh, really poor performances. And all of a sudden, you could go from a four to a two, click overnight, or a four to a three, or three to a two. Okay, You can can move around. And then you could go the other way. It could be a two-star rating. And you're like, oh, I would never consider that. Well, maybe three years ago, they weren't doing well. They fired everybody. They brought in some people who were going to do a lot better job, and they have. And they improved the next year. And then they really improved the year after that. 
Well, that three-year rolling average, it just hasn't caught up with them yet. So one more health inspection and that really bad survey or health inspection from three years ago drops off and you have another good health inspection and performance and all of a sudden, boom, you jump up from a two to a three or a two to a four. So it doesn't tell the whole story, but I'll tell you, it, it is a lot better than it used to be, but never put all your eggs in that in that five-star basket. I, I wouldn't recommend that. I don't do it with my clients at Senior Care Consulting. I certainly look at it. I consider it. I consume and analyze the information, but I never totally count on that when it comes to some decision-making process, basically. Now, that three-star traditional bell curve that we had always seen for years and years and years, unfortunately, it's, it's, it's a lot different right now. I hope we can get back to a bell curve situation, but some of the three-star performers have taken steps to improve, and they uh, they they've really they've really raised their own bar, and they've jumped up to a four or a five. A few of them have. Unfortunately, a whole bunch of them that were three stars, solid, average. Pretty good places, decent places. Not They're not bad at all. They have really fallen off badly over the past few years, and they've dropped to a two or a one, and they're earning that two or a one. So they're not even, they're not in that average center of the bell curve anymore. They're struggling. They're not doing well. And I, I hate to see that. And I, I personally believe most of this shift, this, this, uh, this, this downward movement, is a function of staffing and, uh, and also somewhat of a function of funding. So that's uh, – and, I, and I, <laughs> I hope this gets turned around. I don't see it turning around anytime soon, unfortunately. So I would say, just to conclude that thought, it's, it's more difficult now than ever before – to identify the best available long-term care community. If you need help, expert help and guidance with that, you can reach out to my firm, Senior Care Consulting. This is We help people every day determine what they need, research the market, and identify our top options. And then we vet those options, and we put you in the best possible position. We go out and tour with you, ask questions. Most people would never know to ask we summarize all of that in a report and help you help put you in the best position possible to make the best decision possible. If that resonates with you, give me a call at Senior Care Consulting, 913-945-2800, 913-945-2800. All right, and I hope everyone had a wonderful Mother's Day last weekend. And uh, also, congratulations to all the graduates. I know last weekend was a huge uh, graduation weekend, and so is this this one. But last weekend, my wife uh, said, hey, why don't you come with me to these graduations? So we drove all over the countryside (laughs) and attended three different graduation parties. We had a lot of fun, and then we moved our daughter uh, back into our house on Mother's Day. And, we, of course, we celebrated Mother's Day. And and, um, uh, we, we just had my mom came over. And of course, you know, my wife was there. We, we just had a we just had a great day. And then 
my son, Ethan, is graduating this weekend with his certification as an electrician. And now he just needs to take his journeyman's test. And, uh, and then, boom, he's off to the races, beginning working in his chosen field. And we're just really proud of him. Ethan, if you're listening, he pro- he's probably like, oh, I don't want to listen to Senior Care Live. I listen to you, Dad, all the time. <laughs> but, but, Ethan, if you're listening, we're so proud of you. And I'll tell you, I, I, wish, I wish we had more young people that would consider going into the trades. There's a huge, huge shortage of electricians and HVAC and plumb, all, all of the trades and uh, it's really, really a great career path. And uh, two of our sons have chosen uh, the trades. Uh, one is working in HVAC, and now we're going to have an electrician. So uh, that's pretty cool. So uh, anyway, anyway, congratulations to all of the graduates out in and across America. All right, I'm Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. Join me next week right here on Senior Care Live. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.